0: Mm, well, the heat wave continues, Watson. According to the latest weather report, there's no sign of it abating.
1: Well, I suppose after such a cruel winter, one should be grateful. It can't last indefinitely. Uh, uh, look here, Holmes. I have a young fellow working with me. He can take over my practice for a few days. Why don't we get out of London? Get out? Yes. The heat in the centre of the city is insupportable. Let's hire ourselves a pony and trap, pack a few things in a rucksack and take to the open road. Stay at inns, wherever we like, walk, swim, fish. Well, just relax and enjoy the sunshine. We both need to get away. This is an ideal time. Now, uh, what do you say? present the stories of Sherlock Holmes. Tonight, David Rainsburg's will. The summer of 1886 was indeed one to remember. It was one of the hottest, driest times ever recorded for the month of May, and London sweltered. None of us was accustomed to such heat. While most of my patients continued to improve, a great number were suffering from heat fatigue. Of course, the trains to the seaside towns were crowded. But it seemed to me that the quiet peace of the open English countryside held out the best promise of relief. Sherlock Holmes loved London. In fact, I don't think he was really happy anywhere else. But he saw the sense of my argument and agreed to my suggestion. It was easy for me to hire a pony and carriage from the hostelry in Bickenhall Street, and so off we went. Our plan was to simply follow the country lanes through Hartford and Buckinghamshire. Now, you must admit, Holmes, that this is a splendid idea. Just look around. Wild roses are already out on the hedges. Birds are singing. The wild grasses shimmering on the banks each side of us. It's got a cloud in the sky. It is, of course, very beautiful. It's mm, yes. downside better than those pea soup fogs and the bitter cold of a few months ago. <sighs> Thank goodness all is peaceful here. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm getting quite an appetite. Well surely you we must come across the country in very soon. Well, according to this map, we're some miles from a village called Little Sutton in the Road. Well, that may be it down there. <laughs> what of you? Shall we stop for a few minutes, Holmes? I could do with a breather. Oh, very well. I'll take the reins uh, later. Of
2: uh, There. Oh go. Oh,
1: girl. oh. Uh, uh, let's get down and stretch our legs. Well,
3: uh,
1: uh. uh, uh, certainly a great sight undulating patchwork of different colored fields, stretching as far as the eye can see. Ah, golden corn and sweetest breeze bring peace and quiet to an English heart. You wax very poetic this morning, Watson. I appreciate the tranquility of all that lies before
0: us, but I I do confess that to live and all this for very long would become unsatisfying. One
1: needs mental stimulation. Oh, well, <laughs> I should have thought you had had enough of that to last a lifetime. Thank goodness we've escaped from crime and violence, at least for a short while. Personally, I've seen so much pain and suffering that if I could cheerfully some travellers In a hurry, that road is quite narrow. It's got be pulled up to the side. What was that? The way is the driver's lost control. Let me get that horse. Uh, whoa! Oh. <laughs> I saw the horse rear up, the carriage about to topple over. The driver lost the reins, and unless the animal was controlled, I knew there'd be a dreadful disaster. Instinctively, and almost like right thinking, I threw myself forward, grabbing at the horse's head. On the frightened, turned on. My weight slowed him down. I was conscious of being dragged forward. There was a pain in my shoulder, my arms seemed to be wrenched out of their sockets. Suddenly, I felt a searing stab of agony. Mercifully... Don't all went dark and silent. How is he, Doctor? He'll be all right. He's broken a few ribs. I don't like the look of those bruises. But if you ask me, he's been extremely lucky. Should he be taken to the hospital? Oh, no, 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 no. He's a very strong man. Let him lie here in this comfortable room at the Dappled Duck.
0: You have no immediate plans. No, no. We were taking a country tour with no definite plans. As long as he's comfortable and in no danger. Oh, no, 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 no. He's a medical man himself,
1: I understand. Yes, that's right. Uh, then he will know what attitude to take when, uh, when he becomes himself again. Just leave him. Let nature take its course. Uh, I'll be in the village if you need me at all. Uh, good day to you, Mr. Holmes. Uh, good day to you, Doctor. I'll show you up. I was conscious of what Holmes and the doctor were saying. and Strangely enough, in spite of the aches and pains, i felt quite peaceful. I may have been given some form of opiate. I can only remember feeling quite at ease knowing that Holmes would take good care of me. Come in.
2: Oh, excuse me. You are Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that is correct. My name's Mary Cook. I've come here to inquire into the condition of your friend... who so gallantly rescued us this morning. My mistress and I were in the carriage that nearly overturned. I've been sent from Rensburg Manor to convey our grateful thanks.
0: Well, my friend and colleague, Dr. Watson, is suffering from a few injuries... but I'm sure that he'll make a speedy recovery. Uh, please, won't you sit down and discuss this whole matter? Uh, we were parked at the roadside when we heard a shot... and your horse was frightened and bolting... Uh, Can you tell me who was in the carriage at that time?
2: Uh, Just myself and my mistress, Miss Reva Lowe. Oh, it's all very distressing. You see, Miss Lowe and I have only just arrived in this country from South Africa. We were on our way to Rendsburg Manor. My mistress is an heiress and has been left the manor and all the estates in her uncle's will. Oh, what a dreadful welcome. Are you sure that Dr. Watson's all right?
0: Oh, yes, he's a very tough fellow. He'll pull through soon enough. Uh, Has anyone inquired into the shooting incident?
2: Why, no, I... Well, I assumed it was someone shooting in the woods. Oh, what an unfortunate incident.
0: Yes. Particularly as the bullet from the gun ricocheted off the rocks on the bank where we were standing. I don't wish to add to your anxieties, Miss Cook, but I have the distinct impression that the shot was deliberately fired at either your carriage or ours. Oh. Oh, but surely that cannot be. Well, as you are strangers to this country, it would be unlikely that you should be target of such an attack, and so... You mean... You mean someone aimed at you? It is quite possible. I am a man with few friends, but many enemies. Uh, Please do not distress yourself on my account. If this was not an accident, you may be sure I shall find out the true cause of it all. Well, thank you for calling, Miss Cook. Convey my respects to your mistress, and assure her that all is well.
1: Good day to you. Within a couple of days, I was feeling more myself again. I'd managed to bandage up my chest to give support to my injured ribcage, but the comfort it gave me was offset by the heat it generated. However, I made progress. There was a goodwill note and a bowl of fruit from the ladies up at the manor, and an invitation to call upon them whenever I was able. For most of the time, I sat in the small back garden of the Daffled Duck Inn under the shade of the large oak tree. Sherlock Holmes disappeared for hours at a time. I was surprised, as he seemed cheerful and enjoying himself no end. <clears throat> then, on the third day, he suggested a quiet drive up to Rensburg Manor. The mistress of the house, Reva Lowe, received us graciously.
3: Oh, Mr. Holmes, Dr. Watson, how good of you to call. We've been so anxious about you doctor are you recovering from the
1: accident yes i i shall be myself again quite shortly there's nothing to give concern
3: well i think you're a very brave man and we are much in your debt uh may i introduce you this is harley albright our family lawyer newman the squire of little sutton Uh, mr uh, robert higgins how do you do mary cook my companion in the carriage you already know she's just as grateful to you as i am Uh, mary have we sherry and biscuits to offer our guests yes there, there, on the side table. Oh, thank you. Uh, Mr. Albright, I wonder if you'd be so kind. Oh,
1: but yes, 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 of course. Allow me. I do trust that
0: things will settle down for you now, Miss Lowe. You have inherited these estates, I understand.
3: Under the terms of Uncle David's will, yes. I must say, I, I don't understand it very clearly... In these matters, I am totally in the hands of lawyers. Well, as
1: squire, I can state most definitely that you couldn't be better represented. (laughs) Albright has handled my affairs with great skill for many years. Mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Not that a hard-worked farmer like myself has a great deal to handle. I have enough to do trying to make the land pay for itself.
2: I'm sure you manage admirably, Mr. Higgins. If the farmlands about here belong to you, then you've something to be proud of. I've never seen such a green land.
1: Oh, thank you, Miss Cook. I'd like to show you around them sometime, but... Uh... I think we'd do better to start by calling each other by our Christian names, don't you?
2: Should
3: we not take our refreshments into the garden? It's still so dreadfully hot. There are shady umbrellas under the trees. Can you manage, Dr. Watson? Oh, yes,
1: yes, quite easily, thank you.
3: Allow me to help
2: you, doctor.
1: And I, too, if I can be (laughs) a doctor. I'll be getting (laughs) back shortly. How about you, O'Brien? Oh, yes, yes, yes. um, I have a great deal to do. uh, Perhaps a few minutes in the garden, then back to work. uh, uh, Papers to prepare, you know. (laughs)
0: Oh, well, that leaves us together, Miss Lowe. I understand you come from South Africa, a most fascinating land. What part do you come from? The Cape, Natal?
3: Natal. My family were amongst the early settlers. This is the first time I've been to England, actually. There's such a contrast. Oh,
1: that was a most agreeable visit, Holmes. I think Beaver Lowe and her maid companion are delightful. The squire and Robert Higgins, too, very pleasant. A happy community. Pity we can't stay longer. But I'm quite able to travel. No, Watson. Huh?
0: I said no. You are incapable of enjoying a further holiday and reluctant to return to the heat
1: of the city. I suggest we stay where we are. But Holmes. Holmes, is more to this than meets the eye. Now, just what are you up to? What do you... Why do you really wish to remain here in Little Sutton?
0: I wish to remain, Watson, because I know all is not happy. If I stay, I may put a stop to a miscarriage of justice. I may be able to prevent a murder.
1: I looked at Holmes in sheer amazement. I knew that he longed for the excitement of the city and his routine of continual investigation, but surely here in the peace of the countryside, he had to be mistaken. But he was quite serious. Oh, yes, I am quite serious. This isn't daydreaming on my part.
0: You see, I've been wondering about that accident. Uh, It was caused by a shot from the woods on the other side of the road. It might have been an accident, or a poacher, a wild shot at a rabbit, something like that, but I don't think so. It was deliberately fired at that carriage. It could not have been meant for us. No one, not even Mrs. Hudson, knows we're here. Uh, while you've been lying down recovering, I've been making a few inquiries. Oh, you mean the affairs at Rendsburg Manor? Yes, I found that David Rendsburg died under very strange circumstances. He was found dead after taking a jump whilst out riding one morning. He was alone, and there were no witnesses. He was an expert horseman and had cleared that fence most days of his riding life. The horse was found grazing some mile away. Nothing wrong. It must have been an accident. Well, these things do happen. Why should it arouse your suspicion? Because he made a will. It was a most strange one. I cannot find out the conditions, but I think there's going to be some controversy within the next few days. I can spell danger, Watson. I'm a man who deals only in
1: facts, not suspicions, but I smell danger. I had learned never to take Sherlock Holmes' views lightly. He was a man who rarely wasted time. And if he felt the need to stay on down at Little Sutton, then I was quite agreeable. In any case, I was still in great discomfort, and it was easier to convalesce on the countryside than back in the city. But it was some days later before Holmes' fears were confirmed. Miss Reva Lowe called at the inn, and it was in the early evening.
3: I'm sorry to arrive like this, Mr. Holmes, but I took a chance on the fact that you might still be here. May I talk to you in confidence? By all means. Do take a seat. Thank you. I hardly know where to begin. Well, the fact is, since Mary and I arrived up at the manor, things have not been as trouble-free as I should have liked. To start with, the terms of my uncle's will are very strange. They require that I shall stay at the manor for a whole year before the estates are legally mine.
0: These things often take some time, but a year is rather unusual.
3: Yes, particularly because after that year I shall be required to prove my identity as being sound of mind and body. Extraordinary.
0: May I ask if there are any other clauses in the will? Should you not fulfill the conditions, who would stand to benefit?
3: That's the curious thing. No one else. I am the only relative, and (laughs) so why all these strange conditions? Yes,
0: Well, if it's all legally drawn up, I don't see what could be done about it.
3: Neither do I. But that isn't all that's bothering me. The fact is... Oh, I don't wish to be over-fanciful, but I have a feeling that it's a very unlucky house. In what way? Well, to start with, there was the accident with the carriage before I even arrived at the manor. And then, since then, several things have happened, even in this short time. The other day, Mary and I were out relaxing on the terrace, enjoying the sunshine. Oh, isn't this heavenly...
2: So beautifully cool under the trees. Yes, lovely. Oh, it's too hot for tea, don't you think? What about iced lemonade? That's some waiting. <coughs> oh, look, here's Sandy, your uncle's old Tomcat. Sandy. <laughs> I wonder if he misses his master. Doesn't
3: appear I don't think Uncle David liked cats very much. He must have been much more of a dog man. Let's give Sandy a saucer of milk. If you feeling thirsty, Sandy. I'd like some lemonade, please.
2: There we are, Sandy. That's nice, huh? <laughs> Well, what are the rest of your plans for today? Mr. Albright is preparing some
3: papers for signing. He should be here in a moment. Then the squire and Robert are coming for luncheon. Incidentally, I think Robert is becoming very attached to you. He talks of nothing else.
2: <laughs> oh, you must be imagining. <laughs> what is the matter? What's oh. the matter with Sandy? He... Sandy? He seems to be having some sort of fit. Oh, oh I think... Well, no. Oh, he's lying so still now. Oh. I think he's dead
3: oh no of course sandy was a very old cat he hadn't been well and we were told that he was subject to fits but the incident was upsetting we naturally called the servants and retired into the house the cat was dead and buried in a favorite spot in the garden well i thought nothing more about the incident until noon today it's been yet again another boiling hot day Mary was about some duties in the house, and I borrowed her green and white parasol and stepped out into the garden. I wandered quietly across the lawns, returning to the house along the open terrace. I was happy, humming to myself, at peace with the world, when. Mm-hmm. 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 Mary! Mary! Is that you up there? <laughs> All over so quickly, Mr. Holmes. I was on the terrace when I thought I heard a sound from above. I looked up at the veranda, and then one of the heavy flower pots containing pink geraniums crashed down towards me. I just had time to jump aside before it broke into pieces on the tiles. There is no doubt that I could have been killed if I'd not moved quickly.
0: Ah, and this is the latest
3: accident? Yes, but now I am sure they're not accidents there is someone trying to cause me bodily harm
0: yes yes indeed you or another i beg your pardon no 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 it's it's nothing i do agree with you miss laura i think you have cause for alarm in fact i'm sure there is a vicious plotter foot up at the manor with your kind permission i should like free access to the house at all times day and night
3: by all means i have spare keys
0: but first tell me the cat that died did anyone think of examining the milk on that milk tray
3: no no you 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 mean you think it could have been poisoned
0: almost certainly tell me who was in the house at the time
3: just the servants we had guests to lunch the, the squire and Robert Higgins both of whom you've met
0: you find both men agreeable company uh, did they pay you much attention
3: oh, yes I think they were both uncle's friends and oh, they're doing their best to make us feel at home the squire is most attentive towards me and Robert is more than anxious to look after Mary in fact he seems quite infatuated with her
0: he does oh, that's very interesting well, let me gather a few things together and find out if Watson is agreeable to taking a trip to the manor. You have transport?
3: Yes, yes, thank you. I have a... Ca- thank you, Mr. Holmes. I need hardly tell you that I'd be most grateful if you'd keep this conversation to yourself. I don't want the others to know of my suspicions. Uh, can it remain a secret between us? Of course, but
0: I think it's very important for us not to deceive each other. I'm a well-known detective, and I shall find out the truth sooner or later, and so... So? So why don't you stop all this deception and tell me the whole truth? Here
1: and
2: now.
1: Of course, I agreed to accompany Holmes up to the manor. He didn't bother to explain the circumstances to me. Both he and Reva Lowe were silent for the whole journey. Then, to my surprise, we didn't drive the whole way. Holmes stopped the carriage just outside the grounds. This will do nicely. Thank you. You get off there, Watson. Oh, all right, if uh, you say so. Uh,
3: uh. Here, Mr. Holmes. I I think you'll need these keys. They are to the whole house. The largest one is the well. It's the old side entrance. That'll be the safest way in. Oh,
0: thank you. Uh, Remember all
3: I have said, and good luck. Thank you, thank you. I shall remember. Come on, boy. Come on. Come on.
1: Now, look here, Holmes. I'm accustomed to being kept in the dark about quite a lot, but I really must insist that you give me some information. How am I supposed to help if I don't know what's going on? All will be revealed to you shortly, Watson. The fact is is that I was right. There is
0: a murder planned. So far, a few attempts have been made under the cover of an accident, but those have all failed, and I have reason to think that there will be a more serious attempt made this very night. Come, we have a long wait ahead of us.
1: The lights were ablaze at the manor, flooding through the open windows and spreading across the lawns. It wasn't easy to approach the house without being seen. We dodged from shadowed tree to thick bush and eventually stopped near the side of the house. We waited, hearing voices from within. I could tell that the squire, Robert Higgins, and Harley Albright were all present. It seemed to be hours before the guests departed. I'll
3: call on you tomorrow, Mary. If that's if I may. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Good night, good night, Squire Newman.
1: Good
3: night. Good night. Good night.
2: Come on, dear, let's good lock night, up and good, good, night. good night. Let's go to bed now. I'm really very exhausted. It's the heat, I think. Oh, it'll be difficult to sleep tonight, even with the windows wide open. Oh, listen, thunder. Well, a good storm may break the heat.
3: Come on, let's lock up. Oh, it was a most pleasant evening, don't you think?
0: Come, Watson. The time has come to take up our positions. We enter by the side door and climb the certain stairs to the bedrooms, then I'm afraid it'll be yet another long wait.
1: Come. I followed Holmes, and we gained entrance to the house without being seen. To my surprise, Holmes chose to wait in the very small dressing room next to Mary Cook's bedroom. The two ladies were tired, and we heard movements as they prepared for bed. Then followed hours of waiting while the storm grew, and the welcome rain began. I began to become cramped and irritable,
0: I fear the storm is not to our advantage, Watson. Make up. It make you could make all this a waste of time. It
1: should we be not be kept up here for nothing, oh, Holmes? I'm in agony. <laughs> listen, listen,
0: someone is out in the corridor.
1: I'm going to push this door open. Holmes, Holmes, this is Mary Cook's bedroom. Surely, if there's danger, we should be guarding Reba, Lowe. shh, quiet. Him. Right. Get
2: him! quickly, man! <laughs> <that. laughs> ah, ah,
1: ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Instantly, my cracked ribs and aches and pains were forgotten. I threw myself into the room. Mary Cook jumped from her bed, and Holmes and I grabbed at the man who loomed over her. He struggled, manfully, but he was no match for the pair of us. Overpowered, with wrists tied behind his back, Harley Albright, the lawyer, glowered at us as Viva Lowe entered the room. <sighs> Just here. That's what do you think this means, Mr. Holmes? It means
0: that you will be facing a charge of attempted murder, Albright.
2: Mary. Oh. Mary, are you all right? Yes, yes, thank you, dear.
0: And the game's up, Albright. I knew there was something wrong from the moment these ladies arrived in this place. Incidentally, I think I'd better explain, Watson. The two of them changed places. This is really Reva Lowe. And this lady who poses as the heiress is a hired protector. You are a brave woman.
3: Thank you. It was a job. Reaver approached me because she'd received a letter in South Africa from her uncle saying that he thought someone was trying to kill him.
0: He was killed. By Albright's loosening the girth of his saddle before he went jumping. Then when you arrived, he set about trying to kill again. Only he knew the switch had been made and the person he wished to kill was known as Mary, not Reaver. The parasol you borrowed made him think it was Mary underneath the veranda. And that's why we guarded this room tonight. Watson and I caught him red-handed. It had to be him. It couldn't be anyone else. You kill to cover-up for all the money you've been spending out of the estate, isn't that right? All right. Oh, yes, there's no need to reply. You'll have plenty of opportunities for that at your trial.
1: Listen again next Sunday to The Stories of Sherlock Holmes, with Graham Armitage as Holmes and Kerry Jordan as Dr. Watson.